My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Welcome back, everybody, to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. It's Britt here today. The next guest I'm bringing on, we're going to have an amazing interview, you guys. The guest I'm bringing on, Alexander Toth. Did I say that right, Alexander? You did, yeah. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Uh, CEO of Clear Brand, where he focuses on evidence-based marketing to help his clients grow their businesses. He's also the host of Clear Brand Academy podcast, where he shares the evidence based marketing tips welcome on my friend thanks so much alexander for you know taking the time out of your day to jump on appreciate it it's a pleasure to have you today yeah i'm Um, so excited to be here super pumped to have you here my friend you know you've done some incredible things and i think it's really important if if you don't mind sharing that with the people listening would you mind just you know giving us a little bit of your background and how did you get to where you are today because like you're kicking butt out there. So oh, we want to hear oh, more. <laughs> so uh, sh- we'll keep it uh, fairly short. Um, but I-, I think from from early on, I I had this awareness that I was born to lead. And I think some people kind of have this sense of destiny for their lives. And I didn't know that I would end up in marketing. I thought that I was going to end up in storytelling. I wanted to be a director uh, when okay. I was younger started writing stories at a very young age, um, ended up studying uh, philosophy, which has a lot to do with storytelling, a lot of uh, mythology baked into uh, a lot of that philosophy. So it kind of continued this theme. And it now got to the point we have, I've got uh, Clearbrand here and I started it because I became aware that story actually is a massive player in really good marketing. Uh, one of the main things that you need to do in marketing is connect with people's emotions. They buy first with their emotions and second with their brain. And seeing this connection between this deep, long life love that I've had of, of story with helping businesses grow, which I'd, I'd kind of accidentally done with a couple businesses, uh, started Clearbrand because I was able to fuse these two loves of mine. Yeah. And so over the years, we've uh, slowly but surely, uh, continually increased revenue because we're able to uh, serve our clients. So it's a really, uh, I'm grateful for the place that we've gotten to as a company and that I've gotten to take part in. Incredible. Well, this isn't amazing, you know, and I think you're right. Like storytelling is a big part of it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I love story. So I still watch movies all the time. Uh, you know, I, I call it my research, uh, but really I'm just enjoying a, a good show. Amazing. Well, Alexander, it's incredible to see like how far you've come and stuff. It's, it's amazing. So congratulations. And so where, tell me a little bit more about like where you're at today in this business and you know, um, how, how is it going? Yeah, as far as, uh, I mean, always great, always an adventure, yeah. always a journey, you know? I hope that I never say I made it. And I hope that I never say I've learned all there is to learn. 
And so one of my favorite parts of being on this journey is we constantly get to, to learn and try new things. And we get to do that with our clients as well. Um, most of the time, uh, when we are, uh, testing things, we're testing them on ourselves, but then we're able to expand it out and it's just a massive learning experience and learning project, which is where our podcast comes in as well. I know we're going to get to that, but we've, we launched our podcast, I think in February of this year. Uh, and we've been just learning a ton along that journey as well. Right. I uh, honestly, with podcasts, I think you learn something new every single time you're on it. Right. Like, yeah. So now what kind of, um, intentional actions did you take to start the podcast and why did like, why did you start the podcast? What was your original plan? (laughs) So as part of experimenting with ourselves before we roll things out to our clients, um, there's three main parts of marketing. One is building memories. Two is maximizing availability and three is reaching the market. And we see the podcast as being able to be a player in all three of these areas, if we do it right. If nobody's listening, it's not really doing any of those, right? So you have to end up uh, growing the podcast. So we started it as this method of connecting with our customers. Uh, We'd first done YouTube videos for years, and that had been a big uh, experiment we noticed nobody was talking about storytelling in marketing on YouTube and we want it to be available, right? Being available is about being present where people are looking. Right. And so we, we started this uh, YouTube channel so that we could be available on YouTube where a lot of folks go to learn about marketing and business and they want to watch videos about this stuff. And shortly after starting our YouTube channel, we noticed our sales calls had shifted a little bit. We'd get a prospect in, we'd be talking to somebody in the sales call and they'd say, oh, I've already watched your YouTube videos. I'm in just how much does it cost? So you built those relationships just by doing that really, right? It changed the game. Yeah. So instead of having to convince people and say, oh, here's who ClearBrand is and here's how we can help you. They came in largely knowing at least about the brand. So that tells us that we, we not only checked the availability box but also that memories box. They remembered us and they kept coming back. Incredible. The podcast was kind of a natural extension of this. You know, if uh, we, we film all of our podcasts and we put them on YouTube. So we, we did a slight shift in our YouTube strategy where we stopped doing uh, specific, you know, short kind of topic YouTube videos. We shifted to a little bit longer form content for the podcast. Uh, we've experimented with different uh, guests, different co-hosts. I've done a lot of them by myself. Um, and it, we saw it as a way to basically continue the momentum on YouTube while now expanding out onto Apple Podcasts and Spotify and you know, anywhere else that uh, people listen. So it was very similar to what we were already doing, but we were just maximizing the, the reach of it. The reach, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So... Now, when you're on um, the podcast, you do mostly interviews or a lot of solos as well, or a little bit of both. So far, it's been mostly solos. And mm-hmm. the, the big driver of that was the sustainability of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I, we started with one co-host and then she decided she wanted to do her own podcast. Uh, and so she has split off and now she has her own. It's called Leave Better, if anybody's curious. It's wonderful. Um, 
And we've kind I of experimented. I, I know who that is. You do? It's a great podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so from there, uh, we kind of tried different interview styles. We've got a, another mm -hmm. host, co-host now. Uh, and now we're actually about to be expanding further into the interview space, mostly because of the, the reaching the market part of marketing. Uh, bringing people okay. on is going to expand that reach. Going to other people's podcasts will expand that reach. And I think it's going to be some really fun learning conversations as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, how has the podcast like um, affected your business in a positive? I know you, you know, you touched on, you know, how it's brought mm -hmm. people book sales and stuff like that and closing deals that way. Any other wins with the podcast and how it's affected your business? Yeah. One surprise was our, our current clients. Uh, some of them actually listen to the podcast as well. And so this is less about, um, you know, getting more sales in that sense, which it's definitely helped with, but more about deepening the relationship with the people who were already serving. All right. And so, you know, I was, I was talking to one of our clients at one point and, and she was saying, you guys, this, this podcast is amazing. Anybody who listens to this is going to want to work with you. And that was her way of sharing that, she, you know, how much she loved She's it, even though it. she was already working with us. Right, right, right. And what would you say some of the biggest challenges have been with the podcast and how it's affected your business? I, I think the biggest challenge has been the consistency. Okay. I think and you're not alone up, there. Yeah. I hear that a lot on, on my interviews, you know, it's, you know, showing up in that consistency, um, yep. that, um, momentum, right? Yeah. Yeah. Staying, uh, just far enough ahead that if somebody gets sick, we're okay, you know, yeah. but not yeah. so far ahead that you're hearing a message from the past, you know, because so many things are, are changing rapidly these days. And oh yeah. Every day, every day. Yeah. And, and so this is where we leaned into me doing solo interviews for a little bit. I, I'm just able to go rapid, rapidly, uh, on my own, but they say, you know, if you want to go fast, go alone, if you want to go far, go together. And, right. uh, so we, we are excited about that. The host, the interviews and things like this, we just know it's going to be a little bit, uh, more difficult to remain consistent in the long run. Absolutely. I hear where you're coming from um, on that one, for sure. How does your monetizing look with your um, podcast? As far as monetizing right now, it's mostly just through getting clients. Uh, okay. We are currently, I would consider us still really new to the podcast space. Oh, yeah. You launched in February. Absolutely. Very new. Yeah. 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 Uh, Have you so thought we, about like, go ahead. I was, oh, I was just gonna, uh, I'd love to hear what you're gonna say, but yeah, we, we've thought about monetization. We haven't just, we haven't moved forward with any path yet. Right. 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 And what are some of the, the, the thoughts and feelings about monetization and how you're going to go about it if you start? Uh, one of the things that I've seen can, can drive a decent amount of revenue would be the ads either the spot, uh, really, I mean, the selling that sponsorship slot, uh, which also applies well to YouTube, uh, you know, because we're managing both the podcast and the YouTube side, and we're YouTube, gonna, yeah, yeah be right. keeping, uh, both of those in mind. Um, whenever we record something, 
you know, it's got to serve both a visual audience and also the audience that's only listening to the audio. Uh, so as we move into that space, I think, um, we'll really be keeping that in mind. But, um, beyond that, you know, selling our own products and services is the main focus that we've had so far, but I'm open to thoughts. I don't know if you want to get into anything here. No, I was just curious on how you're going about it, but it looks like, you know, you're still bringing in people, um, for book sales calls and stuff like that. It seems Mm -hmm. to be working out just fine for you. So that's, that's incredible. So what would your dream like guest be or your dream client that comes from the podcast look like to you? Like, is there a lot of people that, you know, the people that are coming from the podcast that are watching the podcast and um, coming to you for say a sales call or something, are a lot of them quality, quality uh, clients and stuff like that, that are, you know, you're closing deals with or, Mm -hmm. or is it attracting the wrong market or the right market or a little bit of both kind of thing? Yeah. I mean, the right market, I think is what we've learned over the years is generally our assumptions are a little off. And, uh, so we, we try to keep an open mind and what we've seen is, you know, marketing directors, uh, they, they are much more open to listening to these kinds of things. CEOs tend to be really busy. We do a lot of sales calls with CEOs, uh, but you know, everything's, we've got to keep moving fast, you know? Uh Um, and so there's a certain size company that where we found the CEOs will listen. And then there's a certain size company where we found somebody more along the lines of a marketing director will listen. Okay. Uh, okay. And so it doesn't necessarily mean one company or the other is the out is out. It's just kind of who, who at that company might be listening. Right. Does that answer your question? Yeah, no, it does. It does. Um, what is one of, okay. So with the podcast and your business, you know, and you can kind of mention like, what your biggest focus is with the the business this for mm-hmm. it within one year but and if if the podcast ties into that as well like what is the biggest desire what is your biggest focus with your yeah. podcast and and your business for this next year yeah so our our goal so we're not even done with 2022 yet but our goal for 2023 is to quadruple um okay from from where we are now especially uh you mentioned uh uh, we we serve our clients we also have a program where we give access to all of our systems and processes uh coaching and training that uh we just launched this year it's very scalable so that's part of this uh we know there's a lot of opportunity for uh for growing and the podcast plays into that uh in you know the the i mentioned the three parts of marketing and we really want to push into the reach side of things, reaching the market okay. with the podcast. And to us, uh, and I'm always open to feedback, so I'd love to hear your thoughts. But to us, I th- what we're looking at right now is getting on, having a focus of getting onto other people's podcasts. We're going to be okay. reaching their audience by doing that. So making okay. sure we're getting on okay. the right podcasts. And we tried this before we had our own podcast. Okay. And what we found is that's really tough. If you don't have a podcast okay. or a book or something, you know, something uh, to kind of trade, uh, a lot of folks aren't interested in interviewing. And so uh, for us, now we at least can offer, hey, you can go on ours and we'll go on yours, you know, something like this. Or even yeah, like find that. a guest, be a guest kind of thing. Exactly. And even having yeah. the the ability to say, oh, yeah, we have our own podcast or we're the host of 
uh, I'm the host of this podcast or Josh, my, my co-host can say that as well. Um, so using our podcast as a method of getting onto other podcasts is going to be right. uh, a big part of our strategy for the next year. And also, you know, having other people onto our podcast and pushing more into the interviews. Um, okay. A lot of folks, uh, I've done a couple interviews and they always recommended, Hey, send this out to your audience. Right. Uh, and I, I love that as well. So it's a great way to learn from somebody to have that conversation and I uh, learn from their experience, but then also, Hey, let's, you know, maybe a little reciprocation here. Do you want to share this Absolutely. With your website or with your email list, yeah. or social followers? So how do you think your what's your plan with, you know, finding these right, finding the right guests to come on to your, um, podcast as an, as a guest on an interview for you, how are you going to go about finding the, 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 the kind of guests that you would like to bring on an interview? Like, do you follow a certain standard or criteria knowing, you know, this is the right person I want to bring on for, um, yeah. the interview or how do you go? Yeah. How are you going to go about that? I mean, I liked your qualification process Yeah. Um, about getting on here and I mean, asking some questions, uh, to kind of get at, is this the kind of person who we, we, we want to be interviewing? Would be um, a right fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. As far as reaching those people, uh, I will admit my own ignorance here and we are currently kind of constructing our strategy for that. And I wouldn't, uh, I yeah. don't have enough to, to, to share. Yeah, no worries. Hey, you're not alone at all. Um, So like you just started a podcast, so you're totally fine. But yeah, yeah, I think it's really important when you're finding the right people to bring on for interviews is, you know, are you bringing on quality leads or like Mm -hmm. finding the correct people? Not that was the wrong word, but are you finding quality leads who are going to come on as an interview? Because, you know, you can sit all day and interview, but if it's not really affecting, if it's not affecting your business in a positive way, like, or bringing yeah. more business, then what's the point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely finding the right the right leads. You know, we use um, a pretty good method that we really filter out. Um, mm-hmm. And that's how we found the leads that we want. We It's like a minimal viable customer characteristics that we follow. And that's, we follow that every single time we get someone applying to come on to the podcast. And if they meet those, yep. that criteria, then we bring them on happily for an interview. Awesome. But um, yeah, so several different strategies, but we can always touch base on that later on as well. So yeah, absolutely. Now, yeah. So you mentioned you wanted to quadruple, uh, in 2023. Now, yeah. tell me more, what is your plan with that? Like how do you have a roadmap of how you're going to do that? I'm just curious. Yeah. So we've spent, I mean, my experience so far has been, uh, you, you've really got to have the systems in place if you want to grow. Mm-hmm. And, and that's true both of ourselves and then of the clients that we've worked with. And so one of our qualifying questions for clients is, do you have the systems in place to grow by X amount? You know, if you can't grow by X amount, why are you hiring a marketing agency whose job is going to be to help you grow? You know, yeah. uh, you have to be able to sustain that. And so we've spent right. the last few years building our systems. Uh, you know, in order to quadruple, there's gonna be a lot of hiring that takes place. So do we have the training? Do we have the the right job descriptions, the right methods of hiring? They're going to get the right person in that role position when, mm-hmm. yep. Are they, when they're in that position, are they going to be able to do the job? Do we have not only the, the training for them, but then the quality checks, are we measuring the right things? 
uh, for each of the, the roles as well. And I think one of the things that's really opened the door for faster growth, because service, service-based uh, growth is difficult because you're hiring so many people, you know, and you're, you don't have right. massive margins when it comes to services. And so there is, the, it's a little bit, everything's a little bit tighter than like, let's say Apple. Uh, I think last I checked, Apple was making something like two, $2 million per employee. So they've got a lot of this kind of leeway in right. over hiring or under hiring, you know? Um, so th- I think that's where the, the kind of selling our systems, giving people access to our training, our SOPs, our templates, you know, all the stuff that we use right. internally, we give them access to that I think is going to allow us to uh, scale in a different way because most of it is group oriented. There is some one-on-one coaching involved, uh, but most of that is group oriented. So we're able to kind of expand at a faster rate. So getting yeah, all of that quicker. in place first, I think is the, is really the key to growth, making sure that the things that you have are what people want is another, you know, Google state, Google just shut down Google Stadia. And I, it's just a good reminder for me that even the big dogs, the, the big players, they don't get it right every time, you know? Uh, and so we've, we've still got to be doing a great job of finding the right product for the right market and then doing a good job of building memories, maximizing availability and reaching the market. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Like the systems and funnels are in the place and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's super important. So, yeah. you know, and hiring those, the right people, expanding the team and having them in the right positions, that's all, it all comes together. Like you got a lot of that yeah. to, to put in place. Absolutely. Interesting. One of, the, one of the things I'm really excited for about this podcast is the, the leverage that the individuals have, right? So if we get on somebody right. else's podcast or they come on ours, it's different from buying like a Google ad where you're spending right. X amount of money for one click. Okay. Now right. we got to click. Is that person going to convert or not? You know, yeah, but yeah. with a podcast, you're reaching hundreds or thousands of, or maybe even more than that, uh, people because they're all following this one person. Uh, yeah. so it, it has the, it's like, you know, dropping a big rock in a, in a pond and you get to see the ripples go out. A hundred percent. Yeah. Honestly, like the connections you can make is just endless. Mm-hmm. You know, from being on interview or having someone on your interview, the people they know, you know, it's, it's, and then the referrals and stuff like that. It's just, it is like a ripple effect really. Yeah. 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 And that's how I, I heard about you. The one, uh, Miriam, the one who started lead better. She's, she's yeah. shared you guys with me said, Hey, you got to check this out. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then same with you. If you know anyone, you'll have, you know, you refer them to us as well. And that's, yeah, yeah it works out amazing. So, um, yeah, this is interesting. So any big, biggest challenges besides, you know, you know, the reach and, um, you know, finding, finding the right guests to come on any other challenges that you faced along the way with the podcast? I know it's new. I'm just curious. Yeah. Yeah. I think because we chose to, to produce content rather than do interviews, there is a challenge in deciding what's the next thing to talk about, you know, the interview, yeah, yeah, the theme, the content, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of prep work that goes into interviews as well. Um, but you pick the person and it's going to have its own, a different kind of difficulty with an interview, but with producing content, um, it's a lot of teaching, 
you know, do we have, what's the next thing we want to talk about? Can we do that intelligently? Can we do it in a way that people will actually learn uh, and be able to improve their businesses? You know, we we want, if somebody's going to spend an hour listening to the Cleveland Academy podcast, we want them to get more than their money's worth. And so if we assume that the CEOs are listening and kind of, unless you're working at a Silicon Valley company, uh, you know, in the small business range, a lot of CEOs are making maybe 200 to 200,000 to a million dollars per year. And so if we break that down hourly, we're talking about a hundred to $500 per hour. So can we record an episode that's going to be worth $500? You know, that's uh, adding that value we have. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's, and you're not alone. Like, you know, everyone's wondering, okay, is this, is this going to add enough value to the people listening and, you mm-hmm. know, or, or the connection's going to come from it. And um, so many things come into, into play when you're doing your podcast. Right. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And scheduling, like we talked about the sustainability, the consistency of it, getting it on right. the schedule, you know, what happens when uh, something, somebody gets sick or you have to hire somebody else faster than you expected. And, now I got to right. squeeze it in. Uh, yeah, my right. wife at one point in here, my wife got sick and, um, I saw her and I was like, if I feel like that in a week, I'm going to be totally done. So I went up, it was a Saturday and I went and recorded four podcast episodes just in case, just in case. Okay. Just in case I got it from her. Um, right. yeah, but I mean, that's part of that, the stress of the, of the consistency as well. Right. Finding. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you can't make an interview or if you can't do the call on uh, the podcast episode, what's right. going to happen? So it's like, yeah. It, and, and like I said, you're not alone. I think a lot of people feel the same pressure. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and over time, I think it, it changes a bit. And um, like you've only just started in February. So yeah. definitely not alone. And it'll all come together, too. Right. So, yeah. Have you, have you, is it just you doing the interviews and no longer, you don't have a co-host anymore, do you? We just added a new co-host and he's fantastic. Oh, did you? I'm so okay. lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. done three episodes. I think that the second episode uh, that we did with him comes out tomorrow. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So he's brand new to the podcast, but he's amazing. Oh, good. You know, and that, that alone, like that's going to make a huge difference too. Right. So. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's already reduced the stress a bit. I think that's one of the difficulties of doing it uh, alone is what we've noticed from doing YouTube videos. We've got a few online courses uh, is when one person's talking, it's a presentation and you have to make it good. But if you have two people there, it's a conversation rather than a presentation. And now, oh, if you mess up, it's totally fine. You know, we just continue because it's a conversation. And so we did way more editing on the videos that I did by myself than we're doing in these conversations. You know, you watch somebody like Joe Rogan and they just talk for three hours. Right. It's just wherever the conversation goes and people love it. Yeah. And it's just like a natural connecting conversation. Exactly. It feels like it has this flow. And I mean, Joe Rogan, is an amazing interviewer. Even if you don't like him, even if, even if a person doesn't agree with his stances or whatever, he is an amazing interviewer. Uh, and I think that there's a lot to, to learn there as well, but yeah, with Josh coming on and us being able to have conversations, it's also reduced the the load on me. 
from producing this content and having to do it in a, well enough that it doesn't have to have too many edits. You know, and now it's like, no, we're not even, we're not even gonna edit this. We're gonna fix, we're gonna adjust the audio a little bit, add a intro and outro and make it live. And, it's, and now people right. get access to a conversation. Right. I mean, and roll with the punches, like, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, we're all, we're all human and we're on this podcast and we can just be ourselves and, you know, yep. so yeah, I love it. Well, I'm excited for you because you just started and you know, this is not even, it's not even been a year. So yeah. I would love for you to come in in like the next six months and tell me how it's going and, you know, and, and after having it, it up for a year, like the changes and um, everything. It would be a really good discussion, I think. So definitely hoping to get you back on in the future. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. I think our first goal was to make it six months. We did that. Uh, And now our next goal, you go through some of this stuff that we've been talking about with monetization and interviews. And uh, so I think it'd be really interesting to share where we're at and what we've learned at that point. Right. And, you know, you'll talk... And by then we can talk about you. Hey, did you find those quality leads? Did you, mm-hmm. you know, um, did you hire a bigger team? How's the monetizing going? Like, and all yeah. the the new conversation within, like all the changes by then, it's just going to be a whole nother discussion for another podcast. So I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it because me too. Luck can change in that bit of time. So, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Amazing. lots changed in the last six months. So I'm sure a lot of right. next. Oh, always. So thank you so much, Alexander, for making the time to come on today and share your valuable insights with the people listening, you know, but before jumping off here, I know we're getting close to the end of the episode. I just want to make sure, you know, if anyone's looking to, you know, connect with you and clear brand, um, what would be the best way about going ahead and reaching you? Yeah. So the best way would be to go to clearbrand.com and then depending on, uh, what, uh, might sound interesting as far as connecting, uh, we've got some pretty clear paths either to connecting with our a marketing consultant about your own marketing, or uh, if you were interested in maybe uh, being on an interview or having having me or Josh on, uh, we've got a contact form for that as well. Perfect. So everybody, if you're interested in connecting with Alexander with his company Clear um, Brand tongue tied. It's the end of the day. Sorry about that. You guys, um, you know, he's amazing at what he does, you know, evidence marketing, please connect with him, clearbrand.com and you'll find Alex. So thanks so much. I hope to talk soon. Absolutely. And I'm going to get you back on the podcast here in the future as well. Um, so we can connect again and see where you're at. But hey, uh, thanks for taking the time of your day and sharing all this valuable information with everyone listening. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you too. It's been fun. Absolutely, absolutely. Group, if you are listening and enjoy, please like and, and subscribe below. Also, if you want to come on as a guest, just like our good friend here, Alex did today for an interview, please go to top100interview.com and go ahead and fill out the application uh, to come on as a guest. We'd love to have you as well. Thanks again, Alexander, and see everybody on the next episode. Bye-bye. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. 
One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.